0: 1910, and the New West is dawning, bringing a future of telephones, cars, and new ways of doing. But there still rides a man of the Old West, a lawman out to serve justice to those who need its help, and to those who deserve its sharp sword. That lawman is Richard Wade, U.S. Marshal. This time, it's Friends and Foes, written for radio by Barry M. Putt Jr.,
1: I can't believe that letter the government sent about cutting our pay.
2: I know. Don't they value the work we do?
1: It's gonna be hard to get by.
2: I wish there was something we could do.
1: Yeah, I'll have to give it to Bob. If
2: you set foot in my place again, you'll get it right between the eyes. Oh, yeah? We can take care of this right here and now if you want. Both of you, calm down. Mind your business. I'm a U.S.
1: Marshal and I live in this town. That makes it my business. You yeah.
2: Martian. Mm. That's
1: better. Come on, deputy.
2: That new saloon sure has changed things.
1: Not for the good.
2: Maybe in time things will settle down.
1: I hope so.
3: Get back here!
2: Trouble, Miss Hobart?
3: Those men just robbed the store.
4: I saw him leave, ma'am. Are you all right?
3: Yes.
1: I'll bring him in. We're the law here. We'll handle it. I got the fastest horse round. If you think you can keep up, you're welcome to follow us. Let's go, Jim. Yes, sir.
3: Be careful.
1: We will be. They are far out ahead. Faster. We can't lose sight of them. Yes, sir. They're shooting at
2: us you better hang back and let us handle this. I can take care of myself. They're heading out into that dried up ravine, Marshal. Good, we got them now. where did they go?
1: I don't see anyone here. There's only one way in and out of here. So they have to be here. Whoever you are, there's no way you can escape. You'll be doing yourself a favor if you surrender. That nicked my boot. Dismount! Quickly! We'll take cover behind these rocks. I can't figure out where you're shooting from. It could be those trees. I don't see anyone over there. Each shot seems to be coming from a different location. Fire!
2: Fire! Something's moving in those trees there.
4: I'll take care of it.
2: Good
1: shot. You almost got one of
2: them. There they are! Let's get
1: after them. They're moving fast, sir. Let's cut them off at the mouth of the ravine. Look at the fog rolling in. It's so dense. They could have headed in any direction. What do we do? There's not much we can do at this point. We sure appreciate your help. I'm sorry
4: I couldn't do more.
1: That's all right. I haven't seen you in lions before. I've been here for a
4: few weeks. My wife died earlier this year in Topeka. I was sheriff there. Her death hit me hard. I needed a change, so I decided to move here and start over.
1: Sorry to hear that. You'll like lions. It's a nice town.
4: Welcome. I appreciate that.
1: The town is straight ahead to the north.
4: Ah, much obliged. I'll see
1: you around. Good man. Yes. Let's head back and talk to Emily. Hello, Emily.
3: Hello, Marshal. Deputy.
1: How are you doing? okay we'd like to ask you a few questions about the robbery all right let's start with what happened
3: they came in together one held a gun to my head while the other put goods into a sack You remember what they took canned food some blankets a lantern
1: anything else
3: not that i can think of interesting what did they look like they had bandanas over their mouth and nose so i couldn't see their face
1: did anything stand out about them physically
3: they were average height One was slightly heavier than the other. They had on the same type of boots and pants that most men wear in these parts.
1: I see. Was there anything distinct about their voices?
3: They never said a word the whole time they were here.
1: My deputy and I will do our best to find them.
3: I appreciate that.
1: Good day, ma'am. Marshal? Yes?
3: We never scheduled that thank you dinner. Right. Are you available Saturday at 7?
1: Sure. I'll be looking forward to it.
3: It's the least I can do to show appreciation for all you've done for this town.
1: Thank you. I'll keep you posted on the robbers.
2: They (laughs) rode by so fast I could barely make them out.
1: I understand, sir. Thank you.
2: We aren't having much luck.
1: Cases like this are tough. We have to keep at it.
2: It would be easier without the pay cut.
1: Of course it would. Don't remind me. Good afternoon, Connie.
2: Good day, Marshal. Deputy,
1: you should stop in for some of my cobbler one of these days. On the house. We appreciate the offer. We're on the case right now.
2: I heard. Awful.
1: You didn't happen to see those men go by, did you?
2: Matter of fact, I did.
1: Did anything stand out about them? Hmm, not much. A stirrup on one of their saddles was broken. The one on the left side, I think. You could tell
2: by the way the man's foot was dangling. Thank you.
1: I'll make note of that.
2: I hope you catch them soon.
1: We'll do our best.
2: We'll be in for that cobbler soon. (laughs) I'll be expecting you.
1: How do, Marshal? Good to see you again, my friend. I didn't catch your name before.
4: Uh, I'm Glenn Tovern.
1: Nice to meet you, Mr. Tovern. Uh, Glenn, please. Likewise. Do you have a moment? For what? I'm renting a room while
4: my house is being built outside of town. That's nice. The mill prepared an order for me, but the wheel on my wagon broke. I need help bringing my order out to the construction site. The mill has it on a pallet round back.
1: We'll be glad to help.
4: Thank you. Right here is good. Let's stack the sand in this area. The garden supplies can go by those trees down there. I'll unload the garden tools.
1: Can you carry a bag on your own? I think so. I'll take the other bag.
2: Oh, they sure are heavy. There. Oh, thank you, Marshall. Glenn, you have an
1: amazing view from up here. Sure do, and the creek isn't far in case you want to take a swim.
2: That's why I chose this area. Hey, did you see that? What? Rustling in the trees down there. It looked like the robbers. I see something. Come on.
1: Faster, Jim. We don't want him to get away. I'm going as fast as I can, sir.
2: Oh, this is where I saw
1: him. No one's in sight. We're right near the creek. They couldn't have crossed it. It's a steep drop down. Then you never would have made it.
2: Maybe I was wrong.
1: It's all right. Let's get Glenn and head back to town. Morning, Rollins. How are you?
2: Good, Marshal. I'm in the middle of something. My clerk will assist you.
1: Okay.
5: Simon's the name. What can I do for you?
1: My deputy and I are checking with each business in the town to see if anyone has information on the criminals that robbed the general store.
5: Mm, I haven't heard anything. We've been working real hard on the new construction order.
2: The lumber for the Tovern job is ready.
1: Glenn Tovern?
2: Yep. We're building a house for him. It's in a nice area. (laughs) Sure is.
1: You, sir, have you seen any criminal activity in town? Nah, work keeps me real busy. Excuse me, Rollins? Yes? Have you seen anything? Can't say that I have. If any of you do, be sure to stop by our office. We will. Have a good day. Marshall, good to see you. Been a while since you stopped by the mill. Sorry about that. I've had a full schedule lately. Just wanted to see how things were going.
2: The wife and youngin' are fine but there has been some odd things happening here. Like what? The settings on our sack making machine were out of alignment when I came in into work on Monday. A huge spool of burlap went missing soon after. Sorry to hear that. Why didn't you notify us? I wanted to make sure it didn't get mixed in with an order by mistake. Didn't? Not according to my customers. Could one of your employees be responsible? I don't think so. I'm the only one that has a key. Maybe they broke in after hours. The loading dock and the front door are the only ways in.
1: Can we take a look at the doors? Sure. The handle's sturdy. No marks on it. Where's the loading dock? This way. This door looks fine, too. No signs of forced entry.
2: I don't know how it could have happened.
1: We'll let you know if we find out anything. Thank you, Marshal.
3: A few more minutes and your print job will be ready. All right. Howdy, Marshal.
2: Good to see you, Marshal. Dippy. You too, Bert. How's the quarry been
1: treating ya? A lot easier since I became manager. That's good. Either of you hear anything about the robbery that occurred over at the general store?
5: No, we've had our own share of issues down at the quarry. How so? A few of my workers unearthed a large chunk of rock the other day, just before closing. They planned to break it up the next morning. When they arrived to work, it was gone.
1: That is
3: strange. Huh, I'll say. How have things been going here? Good. Although... a pile of scrap paper went missing the other day.
2: Why would anyone take that? (laughs) Ha,
3: you got me.
1: If anything else happens, you let us know.
2: Sure will.
1: We'll let you get back to your day.
2: They're (laughs) upstanding. Yeah. Anything new come in from the government yet about our pay?
1: No, I've been looking into some issues with Lyon's liability policy. Like what? Errors with the paperwork. Real eye-opening stuff.
2: How how so?
1: Missing information, including the beneficiary. The policy has a hefty payout.
2: That could come in handy if things get difficult.
1: I know. That's why I'm looking into it.
2: Howdy, Marshal. How is everything?
1: As good as it can be.
6: We're really concerned about the robbery. As a former
4: sheriff, I assure you the marshal and deputy are doing all they can.
1: I appreciate that, Glenn.
6: Even so, I can't afford to have anything stolen from my shop. I'm barely getting by as is.
1: We plan to double down on our efforts to watch over the businesses here in Lyons.
5: That sounds like a tall order for just the two of you. We can do it. I hope so. I'd be glad to lend a
1: hand. Thank you, Glenn. I'll keep that in mind. Have a good day. Let's go, Jimmy. Awfully nice of you to join us up here, Glenn.
4: My pleasure, Marshal. Being sheriff back in Kansas showed me that you can never have enough eyes when it comes to surveillance.
1: That's true.
3: Good afternoon, gentlemen.
1: Hello, Emily. Connie, I'm surprised to see you out here in the middle of the afternoon.
3: It's Billy shift at the cafe. The owner of the store closed early so he could do inventory.
1: Good. Have you met Glenn Tovern? How do?
3: Delighted. We brought some beef jerky, lemonade, and muffins with gravy. (laughs) But no cobbler. If you want that, you'll have to stop by the cafe.
4: (laughs) Yes, ma'am. I'd like to find a way to thank you for including me in all this, Miss... uh...
3: Hobart. It isn't necessary, Mr. Tovern. Uh, Richard, I was wondering if there are any meals you really like?
1: Mm, Pan-fried steak is my favorite. Mine too. Navy bean soup and chicken and rice are all good, too.
3: We just came up for a moment. It's good to know what you like, Richard. We'll stop by again. All right.
1: Be looking forward to it.
3: Have a good day.
4: Nice folk. I bet Miss Hobart can fix them up real
1: nice.
2: Sure of. I'm,
1: I'm going to do a once-over of the town.
2: I'll join you, Marshal. You
1: okay up here on your own, Glen? Sure. I appreciate it. Hand me some biscuits. We'll see you later. Hello, is anyone here? Rollins?
2: I wonder where they
1: are? They probably stepped out for a minute. Marshall, look
2: at the saddle on this table over here.
1: The billet strap is worn. The horn is real loose. One of the stirrups is broken too. Do you think? It's pretty old. Saddles break all the time.
2: Ah, uh, that's true.
1: Let's come back later. Hopefully they'll be here then. Whoa! Are you alright, sir? Yeah. I slipped on this scrap of paper here.
2: It looks like part of a legal document.
1: Rollins name is on it.
2: I didn't know he was involved in a lawsuit. Me either.
1: I'm gonna hold on to this. Let's go. Just a trim, Scotty. Sure, Marshal. How's your day been? Things just don't seem to be coming together at the moment. Sorry
6: to hear that.
1: Thanks. Lyons is really a nice town.
6: If you don't consider the saloons.
1: Yeah. Heck, there's probably never been as much as a lawsuit here.
6: Not that I'm aware of.
1: That's what makes it so nice.
6: Any news about the issue with your pay?
1: Not yet. Life's getting difficult.
6: I know what you mean. Went over to the creek to do some fishing the other day.
1: How were they biting? Oh, they weren't. The water was so low there were hardly any fish at all. We haven't had much rain lately. Things will change after the next storm. Maybe I'll join you one of these times.
6: I'd be glad to have the company.
1: All right
2: then, we'll do it. Marshal, I'm glad you're back. Look what's sitting on your desk. The government returned our letter about the pay cut. Yes, and without opening it.
1: I don't understand it. It must be a mistake. A telephone call should straighten it out. I hope so. Please connect me to the State Division of the Office of the United States Marshal. Hello, this is Marshal Richard Wade in Lyons. I sent your office a letter regarding the proposal to cut our pay and... Uh huh. How do you expect us to... I understand that. But... Our work is important, isn't it? Then the people that do it need to be able to make a living. Uh Uh-huh. What? I shouldn't have to fill out a form in order to be heard.
2: You tell him, Marshal.
1: Of course, but... I want to speak to the... I can't believe... What? All right, bye.
2: What did they say?
1: Not much. I was only able to speak to a clerk. Did he know why our letter was returned? He thought it was due to a problem in the mail system. He said it was doubtful that anything we did would make a difference regarding the pay cut.
2: How frustrating. Money's getting low.
1: I know, we're gonna have to move on to our alternative plan, Jim.
2: I don't want to, Marshall.
1: I don't think we have a choice at this point. Come
2: on, let's go. All right. That's the last load of pulleys.
1: The last of the picks, too.
2: You think this is going to work?
1: It has to. Let's move out. Yes, sir.
5: Hello, Marshal.
1: You sure have a lot of supplies there. We're doing some work for a friend. Where's the hardware store owner? He wasn't inside. I heard he had an errand to do. Come on, Jim. We'll
2: see you later. I wish we could get closer. The path is too narrow. If only that tree had been cleared from the other path.
1: There wasn't anything we could do about it. We're going to have to carry everything on foot from here.
2: Despite all the challenges, I'm glad things look promising.
1: I told you they would. With a little more perseverance, we'll get everything we deserve.
2: Life will be easier then.
1: It certainly will. Come on, let's get these things unloaded.
4: How do, Miss Hobart?
3: Hello, Mr. Tovern. How may I help you?
4: Please, call me Glenn. I need a new pair of gloves.
3: This is what we have for men. There are two sizes. One in leather, the other in cloth. Both come in black. Thank you. Have you seen the marshal and deputy?
4: Not since yesterday. Why do you ask?
3: The marshal said he'd stop by.
4: If I see him, I'll let him know you're looking for him.
3: I'd appreciate it. What is that? A flood is tearing through town!
4: They knocked the door off of the saloon! All oh, the windows too!
2: It's destroying everything! It's going
3: to kill us all!
4: Sobar, take my hand quick. I'll help you on the point.
3: Thank you. It's getting higher.
4: Where is it coming from? The
3: creek is the only waterway around here, but it's never done anything like this before. Well,
4: luckily the water isn't reaching
3: our feet. That's good. We're going to be stuck here for a while. I pray that no one is hurt. So do I. I can't believe the floodwaters haven't gone down yet.
4: I hope they do soon. Are
3: you all right in there? Hello, Billy. We're managing.
5: How's your mother? Cafe's flooded, but she's safe on the second floor. I'm glad she's okay. Thanks. I just came up from north. Someone built a dam on the creek up there and it burst.
4: Why would anyone do that?
5: I don't know. Quite a few pulleys were floating downstream. Same kind I saw the marshal and deputy cart away from the hardware store. Marshal? You must be mistaken. I saw him
3: clear as day heading towards the creek.
4: As soon as the water subsides, we'll have to go up there and look around.
3: I'm coming with you.
4: It'll be safer if you stay here.
3: I'm coming.
4: All right.
5: Water in the creek looks like it's settling down.
3: Well, that's good.
5: I see something up ahead.
3: Look at all the sand up there. A trail of it leads up to... Wow!
5: Look what's left of that dam. So much debris.
3: What's all that in the
5: water there? It looks like a combination of burlap and paper and, and rock from that quarry.
4: Whoever did this sure knew what they were doing. There's something over there
5: on the bank. It looks like two waterlogged figures.
3: The marshal and deputy.
5: When the dam burst, the pressure must have sucked them in and caused them to drown.
3: Why would they want to destroy the town?
5: I hate to say it, but I heard the marshal talking about the town's insurance
4: policy and some money troubles he had. I heard that too. Maybe he and his deputy thought they could use the insurance money to pay off their debt and become rich in the process. They certainly were unhappy about the pay cut. It looks like all the items that were stolen from shop owners were used to make the dam.
3: I can't believe they'd do something like this.
5: You never know what people are capable of. Glenn, thank you for helping to expose them. My pleasure. I'm sorry it was them, though. So am I. We could use someone honest as sheriff of this town. I'd be glad to put in a good word for you. Be a sheriff? I'm honored. Let me think about it. Of course.
3: I can't stand to be here anymore. Let's head back to town.
5: Certainly, Miss Hobart.
4: Where's Rollins? In the back. We need to get rid of him today.
5: Why so soon?
4: Everything is falling into place. We can't have any loose ends.
5: All right, I'll take care of it right now.
4: Once he's gone, we'll rule this town. We'll slowly drain all the businesses dry, then.
3: will not that the it?
4: By the time anyone catches on, we'll be rich and long gone.
3: That's my kind of plan. Hello, Mr. Tovern.
4: Oh, Miss Hobart, you're looking well this morning.
3: I don't feel well. Not after what happened.
4: Give it time. I hope we can get to know each other better.
3: I work long days at the store.
4: Or at least talk on occasion.
3: I'm friendly to everyone.
4: That's a start.
3: Yes, I suppose it is.
2: We can't let them get away with this.
3: Mr. Rollins, what happened to you?
1: One of them was about to drown him. But I stopped it.
3: <gasps> Richard! You're alive! We both are. How could you try to destroy this town?
1: We didn't, Emily. I swear. These men are con artists. They had everyone fooled. We even wound up doing their bidding until we caught on. What
3: are you talking about?
1: It started when we helped Glenn bring supplies upstream. We didn't know he had stole it and left it outside for us to pick up.
2: The three of them used it to build the dam. He even broke a huge boulder into pieces to make the foundation.
1: We started to unravel their plan when I found part of a legal document here last week. After checking with the court, I learned that Rollins was involved in an illegal money transfer case. That was the worst decision I ever made. Uh, Glenn found out about it and threatened to tell everyone in Lyons unless Rollins helped them take over the town. I had no choice.
3: You mean these men are the robbers?
1: That's right. All of you, in the corner. No! Careful, Emily. I said move it. My gun! Emily, I didn't know you knew how to shoot.
3: My father was a rifleman. He taught me well.
2: Behind the counter, fast. Your days are numbered, Glenn. Once you're dead, the truth will be buried with you. The town will believe what I say then. Surrender. Get ready to die. We're running low on bullets, sir. Cover me if you can.
3: Give me that gun. Uh, That's it,
2: Marshal. Get him. Jim, help me tie him up. All right.
1: Let's bring him over to the jail. That'll hold you until the county comes and hauls you away.
4: You haven't seen the last of us.
1: I wouldn't be too sure about that.
3: Marshal, there's one thing I don't understand. How did they overtake you and destroy the dam?
1: Glenn hired us to transport a second load of supplies up into the forest.
2: Once we got there, they knocked us out.
1: When we came to, we found they had tied us up right below the dam.
2: They used pulleys and picks to break the dam apart.
1: We were lucky to escape.
3: What an awful situation.
1: After they left, we made dummies out of brush and old clothes we found, so they'd think we were dead. Then, we went over to the courthouse and looked into Rollin's lawsuit.
2: That's when it started to make sense.
1: Well, we're glad you figured
2: it
5: out. Glenn told us you were cashing in on the town's insurance policy to make up for your pay cut and the
1: large debt you owed. I don't have any debt. I would never destroy this town. Why were you concerned about the policy then? Some of the town's paperwork was out of date. The insurance company wanted it revised. It's all settled now. I'm sorry for jumping to conclusions, Marshal. That's okay. In terms of our pay cut, after we looked into the lawsuit, we met with some officials from the government.
2: They agreed to reverse their decision on our salary.
3: I'm glad to hear it.
1: Thank you. I did some additional checking and learned that Glenn has never been a sheriff anywhere. It was all a ruse to get into people's good graces. Awful. Sure is. The flood caused a lot of damage. It will take some time to rebuild. The insurance money will help. We'll have to pull together and do the rest ourselves.
6: I'll be glad to do what I can. I'm sure many in the town will. We're lucky to have you on our side, Marshal. We sure are.
3: How is the pie and tea?
1: As delicious as the chicken and rice was.
3: I'm glad you liked them.
1: It isn't often I get to have a meal like this.
3: It isn't often there's a reason to cook one. You've done a lot for lions.
1: It's a decent town. We have to do all we can to keep it that way.
3: Now that the saloon has been destroyed, it will be easier. I hope so the town wouldn't be what it is without you. At least, not for me anyway.
1: All I've done is encourage people to work together.
3: I hope we can do this again.
1: It's very nice, but it's too much trouble.
3: Well, I don't mind, really.
1: Thank you, but I should be on my way. Marshall. The warden from the county jail will be here early in the morning to pick up Glenn and the others.
3: Of course. Can I offer you one more cup of tea before you leave?
1: I appreciate it, but I really need to go. All right. Thank you again. Good night.
3: Good night, Marshall.
0: This was Richard Wade, U.S. Marshall, written by Barry M. Putt Jr., starring Reed Thompson as Marshal Richard Wade, Bob Helling as Deputy Jim Clayton. Also in the cast were Nathaniel Fleming as Glenn Tovern, Kelly Viston as Emily Hobart, Bob Helling as Jim Clayton. Roy Nessel as Billy Armstrong, Joseph McGuire as Scotty, Jim Galan as the mill owner, Claudia Cimini as Connie Armstrong. Other parts played by Travis Remy, Paul Plent, Paul Bartamioli, Lou Buckman, Gregory Sweet, Suarto Glasser, and Michael Ingalls. I'm your announcer, Ryan Barker. Sound design and dialogue editing, Jay Charles. Produced by Joseph C. McGuire with financial support from Kim Abbey, members of the RTP Repertory Company, and Soundly, the sound effects platform. You can find this and other series at podcastplayhouse.org or wherever you get your podcasts. This is a Radio Theater Project presentation.